Looking to perfect your home improvement projects? Sharp Edge Carpentry is your power play for all things carpentry and home renovations. From custom decks and patios to shelves, they deliver top shelf results. Contact Sharpie on Instagram or Facebook at Sharp Edge Carpentry and score big with your next project. Sharp Edge Carpentry. Carpentry that's slicker than a Zamboni. You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 133. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And Davey, what a week it has been in hockey. More favorably for you, we'll get all into it. The nitty-gritty in the NHL report and the headlines, Davey. But we had the Polaris Cup last weekend, and you walked away victorious. That's right, mate. You and I went head-to-head just to see, once and for all, who the better hockey player is. Of it was course. all online. Plus 10K. Yeah, that's right. We put down a friendly 10K because, yeah. I mean, what's that? We've done all right. That's nothing. That's and, like a dollar. Um, yeah, I walked away with it all. I've got the title. I've got the money. I mean, things are good, Matthew. Mm. Things are good. What are you going to buy with the 10,000 pennies? Oh, I think I might just put it with my other 10,000s, like yeah. in the bundles, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Fat okay. stack. Fat stacks, I think that's what they call them. Mm. Under the bed? Uh, shh, don't give away right. secrets. Have you cut the mattress out, though, so it just looks like it's a mattress? <laughs> Oh, yeah, there. Yeah, people do it with their books. Oh, and yeah, that sort yeah, of, of course. I'm getting the worst sleep. <laughs> but I've got somewhere for the fat stacks. Who to go. needs springs when you've got pineapples? You've got pineys and what do we call the green ones? Uh, greenbacks. Greenbacks. Like a redback. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of spiders. Yeah, that, mate, we thought we'd never have a story. No, you were telling me off air. Please. Oh, I've got a story. Do we want to go right off the top? Uh, why not? It's a pretty hockey heavy podcast today. Yeah. Um, so you know, mix it up a little bit before we get going. Yeah. Now, I will. We'll just. We've got to have a hook. Um, big news. Big changes are coming. Yes. Um, in regards to necks, there's some necks on the line, Matthew. Yes. A lot of them, in fact. But we're going to do our best to protect them all. Correct. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But mate, you, you know what? You talk. I'm here right now talking to you. Mm. Where would I rather be than the clinic? So just sweating doing a bit away. Of, bit 30, of doctor talk. 35 degrees. Yeah, we're just sweating. But yep. Mate, life is good because the flyby almost lost one of its favourite uh, co-hosts. That's right, I almost died. I uh, can you imagine if I had to run this solo? Oh, I would give it a week, and I'd just be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, do it with a black armband. I please. can't talk to the wall. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I would have. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Maybe have a week off, just a little memorandum. I wonder if I could use AI just to dupe your voice. Yeah, keep well, give it me going. Some, give me some buttons like I did for you the week you weren't here. Yeah, not a bad idea. Anyway, mate, um, I'll I'll take you back. It was uh, when was it? A couple of Sundays it was ago, a, last Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. Well, like the no, week two ones, ago, two Sundays Polaris. ago. Yep, I think ish. Anyway, I was laying laying in my bed, Matthew, right on my fat stacks. A mm. um, little uncomfortable because just those bundles were just all out. Anyway, I live in a bit of a, an animal house, as yep. you know. Possums in the roof. We've had some rats, some mice. Mm. I mean, I'm not painting a glamorous picture. I am no. roughing it, not going to lie. But bit um, of a farmstead, bit of a farmstead. Backs onto bushland. It's all good. Don't worry about me. I mean, it is all clean and tidy. Don't just. It's fine. Mm. But we've had some incidents with animals in the past. Now, in my bedroom, Matthew, I got two windows. Like I said, I've done all right. Oh wow! One of them has a window covering. The other, I've just it's got it bare because it backs onto the bush. And when the sun's up, I'm up. 
That's a, that's my motto in life. Sorry, so you got no Sun's blind, up, uh-huh. but you've got glass. Oh like yes, it's not just yeah, open yeah, yeah. air. Okay, no, no, I have a house. It's not. I'm not camping. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, there's a window. I've just got no curtain or blind. Gotcha. Because, uh, like I said, sun's up, I'm up. Is it opaque? Uh, what does that mean? Clear? No, I think opaque's the. Uh, I think it's a color. Opaque's like the bathroom ones. You know, they're a bit misty. Yeah. So is it clear? It's not like that. Yeah, no. Okay. No, it is clear. It's clear. Oh, it's clear. It's not like that. You're right. It's just clear. Transparent. So sometimes at night when I'm, you know, doom scrolling on my phone because i got the bedroom light on, mm. uh, some bugs might run into the window and then you got a little sound, possum in the roof maybe just nestling out, getting ready to go out on his nightly hunt or whatever they do. Yep. Seeing what scraps have fallen on your floor. And it was, a, it was about 12.30. I think I'd had been asleep for a bit, woke up. Just right. couldn't quite get back to sleep. So it's actually playing a bit of backgammon on my phone. And we've spoken about this before. I'm a, I'm a bit of a gun at it. Well, you know, I get enough hours in. I love it. But I've also beat you in the only game we played. So That was I was teaching you the rules. It was an open, <laughs> it was an open <laughs> yeah, okay. hand. It was essentially an open hand of backgammon. Sure. But yep. anyway, we, we won't go there. And I just start hearing a bit of a bit of like light rustling in some plastic, very soft plastic, not a crunchy plastic, if that makes sense. Different to the window. Well, I wasn't sure where it was coming from. Okay. So I, I was in a podcast too. So I paused the podcast and I thought... So you were doom scrolling, podcasting and playing backgammon. No wonder you were no, up the at doom, 12.30. The doom scrolling was a lie. I was just backgammoning. backgammoning. Oh, okay. Backgammoning. So I paused it. I, and I, I actually got up. I'm like, oh, it must be coming from the roof. Mm. Okay. It must be the possum, whatever. Get the Keep broomstick. Going. Give him a bit no, of a, a tap. A bit of a fist. <laughs> Anyway, kept going, podcast backgammon, heard it again. Now I've turned the podcast off and I've just been backgammoning. I'm looking at the window. No, there's no bugs trying to come in. So it forced me to get up again and I look in my wardrobe, which is open. And I can hear it and I'm like, oh, something's in the wardrobe. Mm. So I get my flashlight on my phone Mm. and down the bottom row, it's a double row of hanging clothes in this section. And on the bottom row, the clothes hang, but they do touch the ground just a little bit. Yeah. There's a shirt, a dress shirt that I'd had dry cleaned in plastic. Right. And I see it moving around a little bit. So I put the torch up. Mm. Mate, there was a <laughs> literally a bloody tiger spider. No a way. A big, black, thick picture, a huntsman, but black and on steroids. That is in terrifying, this bag, David. Trying to climb up the inside of the bag, but it was sliding down. It couldn't get traction. It was just slowly moving. And I was like, what? That is a bloody triantula. That is terrifying. And it was it was terrifying. So, so what did you do? I ripped a little hole in the bag. I got my bug what, spray. What, to let it out? No, to, to get my bug spray nozzle in. No, and I just right. hotboxed this plastic bag. <laughs> I said, that shirt is done. That shirt will never be worn again. Oh, that poor spider. And I felt, but it wasn't going right down to the bottom of the bag where he was. Now, mm. I couldn't lift the shirt out because, as you know, these dry cleaning bags don't have a bottom on, on them. No, no. And, and this is the kind of spider... If I lose sight of this and it just runs away, I'm yep. never sleeping in that room again. It um, has to be, agreed. and I'm sorry for all you spider lovers out there, this ha- this spider's life has to be taken Yep. or yep. no sleeping. So I try to rip a hole closer down toward the bottom of the bag, but I can't get the nozzle in because now I'm too close to the spider. I am nervous, Matthew. I'm in range for this thing to yep. kill me. Yep. And then, you know, mate, I don't know if it's fight or flight or what, but I got a bit frustrated and I got to the point and it was you, it was spider and me. Mm. I was looking mm. him right in the eyes. I'm like, it's you and me, big boy. 
UV me. UV me. Who's going to die? Let's go. So I grabbed the can of bug spray and I just started swinging. I was pounding this spider <laughs> through the bag into a pulp. And uh, You're not lying. The photo you've just I'm shown not lying. me. Victory, is, victory to me. It's pretty horrific, actually. I beat him to death with the can. It looks, yeah. And, it looks uh, like a huge spider. I actually think it was a funnel web, not going to lie. No, you can't say that because they're protected. Oh, sorry. I mean, jail me. Tell me, tell me, you know, that's self-defense. This thing was trying to was kill me. I coming for you, okay. This thing was trying to kill me, so. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, do you reckon I got any sleep that night? Of course not. Not a lick. So uh, it was a struggle during the week, but, mate, where I'm just thankful that I won that victory. I won that battle against I the I think spider. that's more terrifying than the, the huntsman in the, the car. Oh, that's, that is also terrifying. But huntsmen, you know, can't hurt you. And they're also running away from you. Yeah, this they're quick, which kind of freaks you out because it's hard to navigate well, where they've so gone. He was so big, he was slow moving. He knew he was danger. Well, yeah, especially and if it was what you think it is. It's uh, but I tell you what, this is what you know, I did, and this is could kill you. A bit of advice for anyone who has these problems, um, similar with cockroaches or just any pests in the house um, of this variety. Mm. You, you Get do a what possum. I did. Once you once you kill it, you need to leave it there. Overnight, as a warning, least, as a warning to the rest of them. Of course, well, that's what we did with the huntsman here. Exactly. We haven't seen another one. Exactly, it's just because then the rest of them come by. They're like, oh, "Look, there's Frank. Mm. He looks like he's been beaten to death with a bug spray can." Mm. Mm. I'm not, look, guys. Let's pack up. Yep, vacate. Not here. Yep. Not, not with Dave Ferrari around. Let's go upstairs to Francis's room. <laughs> well, hopefully, <laughs> sorry, Francis, but hopefully, <laughs> mate, you can you can battle the next one. There we go. All right, mate. Before we get too deep into the hockey episode. 133. Number 33. Again, we're around, we're floating around the goalies, really, aren't we? Do you remember that ad, that commercial for health insurance? 1333. I think it was health insurance where you got three months for free, and the guy with the big buck teeth goes in and he goes, I'm here free to get f- free for free. Free for free? She's like, free for free? He's like, yeah, free for free. There you go. Uh, anyway, mate. I don't, I don't remember. 33. Uh, our good friend, Ollie Vendervluet. Down in Deport Galaxy this season. Missing at the Polaris Cup. His team was absolutely... uh, Out injured. Oh, I are. Undisclosed, but uh, week to week, I believe. Right, didn't know that. Uh, Because his team definitely missed him during the Polaris Cup, mate. But 33 in the NI, Oli van der Vloot. 33 in the AIHL. Yes. um, Is Sean Ultram. Famously used to wear three. You and him had a uh, toe-to-toe fight at Centre Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a bit of a dirty takedown move. Don't know who taught you that. And I gouged him and somehow won that fight. You wore three. He got 33. He is the AIHL's 33. Well, he is, but it was also worn by Joshua Brockerman. Yes, Brokey. Brokey at a time. Um, but good to see Ultram wearing that. We never really played D together last year, but it would have been cool to have the triple three out on the ice on the blue line, mate. But anyway, um, now there's there's a lot of uh, 33s across the NHL. I'll tell you one, one of my all-time favourites okay. uh, before jump you in. go there, mate. Yeah, go for it. And uh, because I know the McCormicks, particularly Brendan, will love this one. Oh. And it pains me to say it. Marty McSorley. Ah, Oilers, right. royalty. He donned the 3-3. Three, three. really? McSorley, okay. And you think anyone's going to tell him that was a dud number? One of the toughest men alive. Mm, Bresky's bodyguard back in the day. Well, following a similar uh, trajectory, but he was still pretty, uh, he was a bit of a, uh, what do you call it? Protector, you know? Bodyguard, enforcer. enforcer. 
Dustin Bufflin. Uh, you mean Bifuglian? Bifuglian, sorry. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Who now like uh, does professional fishing. Professional fishing. Yeah. And I think he's clocking in at about just over 300 bills. Yeah, so. he's got a bit bigger. But uh, Dustin Bufflin, there's, you always see that probably once a year, the viral video of him holding up two Nashville guys. Yeah. <laughs> One in each hand during a scuffle. What a beast. He was an animal. Played for Chicago, played for Winnipeg, you name it. Very fun to watch. Uh, but that's it, Scotty. There we are. Number 33. Tipped off, mate. Indeed. Shall we jump into our headlines this week? Because we've got a very important one. And then obviously want to recap a little bit of the weekend that was the Polaris Cup. Hungry for a meal as satisfying as a slap shot goal? Look no further than Hunter Valley Pasta Co. Gourmet, handcrafted pasta. Precision like a seasoned defenseman. Locally sourced ingredients. Championship winning flavours. Vegan, gluten-free, options for all. Visit huntervalleypastaco.com.au and see their epic range for yourself. Hunter Valley Pastaco, for a pasta a league above the rest. Entrepreneurs, reclaim your time with Kismet VA. Led by Courtney, they handle admin and social media tasks like adding an all-star to your team. Visit kismetva.com.au for a productive power play. Headlines. All right, David. Three headlines as we like to keep consistent around here on the podcast, on the flyby. Uh, so how about you go start us off this I'll, week? I'll go first, mate, and it's neck minute now. Okay, interesting. Uh, number two, Navs capture Polaris. I wonder what that could mean. That's <laughs> <laughs> very cryptic, isn't it? And number three, matey. 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 Number three, Astro Sighting. Astro Sighting. Okay. Number one. Let's start. Let's kick it off right here, Matthew. Big news in the hockey world. Obviously, Mm. we knew going into winter. um, No, maybe not everyone. Well, it may not have been announced, but last week we were advised. We were trending toward making neck protection, so neck guards, mandatory for all players in the NIHL. Sorry, yeah, in the NIHL. This was going well, to be across the country. Yeah, it was going to yeah. get by. It was going to be slowly introduced. So by I think it was June first, everyone would be wearing them. AIHL, yep, NIHL, and every stop in between. Uh, now the the rink, um, Gary, and at the hiss here has had a long think about it. And look, people have probably heard around the traps. There was a bit of an incident at uh, at a private drop in on Wednesday night. Where a player got a got a skate to the neck. Now it was just a nick, and I'm not downplaying it. Any injury is not good, but it it, it wasn't. It was all good. Everyone left the rink under their own steam. Mm-hmm. Everyone was fine, but uh, obviously, anytime you even come close, it's a bit scary, and it just it just made Gary in the rink here think, "Why wait? We have yep. a lot of hockey coming up here. We got the Serious Cup. We've got the NHL Finals. We got the Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. And then we got all our tryouts." Why don't we just make it now? We we believe we have the stock to suffice. Yep. Let's just go. Yep. We got a, we got a bit of lead time here because we only have Polaris in January. Then the rest of the stuff comes back in February or at the mm. very end of the mm. month. So uh, I guess you, you're going to see an announcement come out today um, if it hasn't if you haven't seen it already via the NIHL Hockey website. Yep. Uh, and you'll see a lot of others over social media. But neck guards are going to be mandatory in every division of the NIHL. You cannot take the ice if you don't have a neck guard. And if you do, or sorry, if, so if you do take the ice without a neck guard, meaning if you don't have a neck guard on out there, you can be called 
uh, with an illegal, illegal equipment penalty. Yeah. Um, so initially, initially the referee's going to remind you and say, can you please hop off the ice? You don't have a neck guard on. Go put it on. Come back out. No worries. If you either refuse to do that or you go off, try come back a sneaky shoelace or something like that that's not considered an actual neck guard, you will be hit with a minor penalty for illegal equipment and I'll just escalate from there. But let's just do the right thing. At the end of the day, it's protecting yourself and the community. Um, and, you know, as, as you mentioned, Dave, it was going to be happening anyway, but the stock's here now. The players are here now. We don't need to rush like the pandemic toilet paper saga. It seems like there's going to be enough stock to go around. So next time you're around the area, if you want to come down sooner rather than later, go for it. The rink's obviously got the, the hockey camps happening right now. There's no NHL at the moment, but the rink's open. The pro shop's here. Happy for you to come down and grab your neck guard in preparation for the Sirius and the, the, um, the NI coming back at early Feb. But please don't uh, start rushing to get down here because it seems like there is plenty of stock to go around. There's plenty of stock. Now, I can tell you there's there's well over 150, I believe, in stock currently at the rink um, and more to come. So you'll be covered. Don't you worry. Now, like uh, you said, Matthew, you, you has to be a certified neck guard. You can't just be putting the shoelace around mm. or a bit of tape. It has to clearly have on it that it's a certified. So I'm looking at a Bauer one right now, which is um, the, the Bauer Neck Protect Long Sleeve shirt so it's the neck guard built into the shirt which we are well stocked in the pro shop with yep um just smalls and mediums and then some junior sizes right now but i'm i'm a pretty big unit matthew you are you've been working out <laughs> uh, and i wear a medium so they you know what i mean most people will fit a medium i think uh but we have more sizes coming so this one is the the built-in neck guard long sleeve compression shirt these sell for 149 dollars in yep. the pro shop stock is good but it has on there uh bnq certified uh, and then the same in French, but built with Kevlar. It's a certified neck guard. Um, it has to have that logo on it. So if that logo or, you know, the no certification on it, then y- you can't wear it. Yep. I mean, look, once we get through this, I don't think people are going to be picky if it wears out or whatever, it j- but you just need that Kevlar neck protection on there. There's three options in the, pr- in the pro shop. This is the, uh, the cat's meow, as we say. The, yep. the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop, rise to the top. Uh, the other two options... Uh, the pre- premium neck guard, which is $55, which is the same neck guard you see on these shirts. So it's nice and soft. Yeah, just not attached not, to the Yeah, it's just a, built in. a neck collar. So it Velcros around your neck, but it's nice and soft. It crumples up easy. You're hardly going to feel it's on. Yep. Then we have a $29, the cheapest option, which is the Bauer Core neck guard, which is cut resistant, but it's there's a lot more foam in there too. So it's a little thicker. Yep. It's a little stiffer. Um doesn't mean it's a bad option though. No, well, it's for, for twenty nine bucks. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to get you out on the ice, it's money well spent. So, and all three of them will do the job. So, there you go. From twenty nine dollars to one hundred and fifty dollars, stock is good, and there's more to come. Um, and Skaters Network, the best supplier of ev- all things hockey in Australia. Mm. Um, not only are they well stocked in our Skaters Network here at the rink, but very well stocked across across Australia, and actually know that they have enough net guards. For every registered player in Australia, there we go. And most, a lot of players already have them, so yep. they're well stocked there. Um, so make sure you get one of those before your next NIHL game, uh, or even if you're playing Challenge Cup, like you said, Matthew, you're going to need a neck guard as That's well. Right. Can confirm too the, the rink, uh, since it's a rink rule at the moment. Um, also for any drop-in games, that sort of thing. Anything really hockey related at the rink here now is requiring these neck guards. So next time you're here, pop into the shop, get one. Now further to that. 
obviously it learned to play down the skate the game end you won't need a net guard yep uh, but if you're down the play the game end full equipment now is it does includes, include net guard correct so uh, if you're in the play the game end you need to be in full equipment and full equipment is net guard as well yep all right number two the navigators capture the Polaris Cup David the NIHL report that's not the button I wanted to push where is Q when you need him Oh, what a victory it was, Matthew. Your clubhouse, mate. You got traded from the Astros to the Galaxy to the Navigators. No one wants you. But I've just been a suitcase this year. I haven't, haven't even unpacked. You've lucked out joining Timmy Stanger and the Navigators Collective That's right. in securing the Polaris Cup last now, weekend. I'm not going to lie, mate. You, you, The Galaxy were heavy favourites. You had, you had almost a full roster, mm. um, which includes Francis Droulet. Yep. Uh, yourself, Matthew, former national team player. Mm-hmm. You guys just had all all the bells and whistles. We were without our our stud, Liam Manwaring. Mm. We were without mm. Mitch Millington. Yep. We were without we had it just a perfect two lines actually. We only had ten guys. And a call up goalie, Cal Rickford from yep. Division Two. Yep. Yes, You're lucky we loaned him. Yeah, Galaxy Clubhouse loaned him. Yep. Um did excellent. But mate, not gonna lie, we were the real underdogs. We thought without Liam, we are in trouble. Mm. Going into that game, it was three two to the sorry, it was three. It was three two to the three Navs, two to yeah. the Mavs. So if we did win Div One, the Galaxy, yep. it was going to go to a three all split, which was then going to be decided in a shootout afterwards to see who was going to take home the cup, which will be similar rules uh, for the the Serious Cup. Yeah, exact same. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of pressure on the Galaxy Clubhouse in general, but we just we were comfortable in the change room. We thought we had it in the bag. Yeah. Well, I mean, some some games. It's, it's weird because you think of your preparation and, oh, I didn't play well today. What did I do wrong in my preparation? But I find as you get older, Matty, it's just a roll of the dice. It Some is, games you is. feel great, other games you don't. And yep. I'm not going to lie, I felt good. I felt good Sunday. You played great. And you guys got the lead. We then tied it. Mm. And then just an unfortunate, and, and I hate to pile on here because we have all been there, but Joey Terrio just going back <laughs> with the puck, calm as a cucumber, uh, being pressured by Tim Stanger. But, but Joey... You know, he's a veteran player, well under control. Yep. And you can, you even though you may not hear it audibly, you hear everyone hears it inside their head. As soon as someone toe picks, you just hear that little crunch. Because mm. you know, as a player, that's the sound it makes. That little crunch of ice under the, your toe. You know, your blades are stuck. The falling begins. There's nothing you can do now. No. Now you're just watching yourself on a movie. I'm going down. I cannot save this. And I've just got to watch this unfold. So he falls down. Now Poor the puck's Joey loose. T. He's got he's got his wife. He's got three the three kids in the stands coming to watch him lift this cup, and all you hear is just this audible no, <laughs> the crunch, and then that left the puck at center ice pretty much, just sitting there for Timmy Stanger to pick up. Now I went back and watched it on the security footage, <laughs> of course, uh, and. <laughs> Timmy picked up the puck and actually didn't take a stride. He just glided <laughs> in. And the whole time, Joey's laying there, chest on the ice. Probably the best view in the house to see oh, what was going to unfold. Just head up. He had an ice-level view of Timmy just gliding in on a breakaway from centre ice. <laughs> Timmy, he had he had the top corner pick the whole time. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure he, he took a finger out and checked the wind. And then he just put a beautiful, perfectly placed shot over Jace Polglace top glove. Yep. It even made the beautiful, beautiful sound. Top shelf. Oh, I thought they used to have. Bam. Uh, Top shelf. There we go. And 
And that got us up two to one. And Joey Joey was just head up watching and then it hit the back of the net and then just head down and he laid there for a few seconds. Mm. Only two minutes to go in the game too. Yeah. So perfect time on. for Timmy. That second goal of the game for Timmy as well. Um, so he really just put the team yeah, on his back. Night. And then we locked it down. Now, look, we did get fortunate. I actually, at one stage, was under a bit of pressure in the D zone, saw a lot of blue jerseys near the bench, so I threw it up there thinking someone will get that. Mm. And uh, we were very lucky not to get pinged for too many men. Yes, um, 12 out of your 10 players were on the yeah, ice. There was a lot of players on the ice, but it didn't really affect the play too much. Um, and then there was a delay penalty to finish the game, yep. but we were able to manage the puck um, so that you guys couldn't touch it to get that whistle. And, mate, we got the victory, uh, which sealed the deal for the Navigators. Not going to lie, though, I was looking forward to a bit of shootout action. Yes. But claiming the Polaris was our number one priority, uh, and we did that. It's actually sitting here right now in the office. Mm. Um, yes. There's a lot of lip marks around the rim there because the guys are drinking some Modus beers out of it. A lot of fun was had with that cup. And, a and solid, it will remain ours for another 12 months. Solid five points for the clubhouse. Absolutely. So, very important there. Congratulations to the Navigators winning over the Galaxy. Number three, Astro Sighting. Now, speaking of points, five points go to the Navigators for the Polaris Cup victory. But there's also another criteria to go towards Northern Star, the overall clubhouse victory at the presentation night. Uh, The Astros won it, just gone last year. And... uh, Mate, we had an Astro sighting. So one of the criteria is during the Polaris, the Sirius and the finals, which clubhouse is best represented during those events? Yeah, wearing the colours, flying wearing the flags. Exactly. We even saw early days of these these cup days. Some people would get here early, put some ribbons around the place, some yep. balloons, really just flying the flag in clubhouse colours and everyone we had who wasn't teams playing. Making tunnels for their other divisions. Exactly, in all their that jerseys. Cool stuff. Uh, this year, not so much. Just very much just, you know, another regular Status game quo. for except. a lot of the Navs and Galaxy, except for the legendary McCormack's, David. We spotted him right in front of us, actually, for many of the games that we watched, wearing the Astros colours proud. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, great ambassadors for the community that is hockey. Um, banging on the glass, just having a great time, hooting and hollering, and representing the Astros well. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So we just want to give a big shout out to the McCormacks, mate, for wearing the Astros colours during the Navs and Galaxy Clubhouse and most likely securing their club a few extra points towards the Northern Star. And that's going to do it for... Headlines. David, let's take a quick break, mate, and then we might come back and dive a little bit deeper into the Polaris Cup results in the NHL report. Hockey fans, Tactics Training is your power play for life. One-on-one personal training, self-defense, kids programs and more. Get in the game and score big. Visit tacticstraining.com.au and get ahead of your goals for 2024. Amp up your ride at Carter's Clutch and Brake. Carter'sClutchandBrake.com.au. They're your all-star pit crew for top-notch service. Score savings and precision. Drive over now. The NIHL report. All right, Matthew. Uh, like you said, Galaxy not represented this year in uh, junior division and major di- major junior division. However, we were able to put together a team of NIHL all stars to fill out the Galaxy junior rosters. And in the first game, 
They took on the Navigators. They were unable to score while the Navigators piled on four goals uh, thanks to the Cunningham brothers. Three to Jacob, one to William. Uh, William getting his 10th goal of the year, mind you. Wow. So the Cunninghams just having an absolute time. Shots were 24-15 in in favour of the Navs. Two of Jacob's, mind you, just tickling the twine, bar down, over the goalie's shoulder. Very impressive to see from just a young chap. Absolutely. And Lily Edwards getting an assist in this game too uh, on what turned out to be the game-winning goal. So great job, Lily. Great job, uh, junior navigators. Now in the major juniors, Matthew, this one swung the other way. It was a 5 nothing victory to the Galaxy All-Stars. Um, this team, you know, made up of uh, a bit of mish, a bit of mash, a um, bit of everyone. So we don't have the stats because, unfortunately, because it was an exhibition game, mm. all those goals just went to NHL All-Stars Correct. Uh, and no individuals. But 14-5, uh, to five, they outshot the Navigators. Navigators were shorthanded on the day, a lot of players away. Um, but great effort. It was a ripper of a game. And, you know, that was the first time we've had Major Junior on show at a cup day. And the feedback was really good. I think I think it's one of the best things we've done in the NHL is create that division. Yep. Really good, um, really good competitive hockey for those players. Then we went into Division Four, Matthew, um, the D Four Galaxy. I mean, talk about an injury report. These guys are banged up. Uh, eight to one, they went down to the Navigators. It was one-one after the first period. They were making a heck of a game of it. They were. Um, but that long change, this kills teams, Matthew. In the second period, the long change. You get stuck out there for a little too long. Fatigue kicks in. It was a 6 nothing period to the Navigators in the second. Uh, and the Galaxy didn't even muster up a shot on net. So that was a long change that killed them. It was 1-1 in the first, and they only lost this third one nothing. So they've got to fix up their line changes in the second period, and I think this will be a much closer game. But let's not take anything away from the Navigators, who are just an absolute juggernaut this year. We had Cooper Botham, who's up to 16 goals in the year. Matty Botham, who got his 10th. And then a pair of goals to Jesse Thurston. One shy of a hat-trick, which I'm sure Gav Thurston is thankful for. Uh, Didn't want to throw his GJT electrical hat on the ice, and I don't blame him. (laughs) But Olivia Anderson, mate, getting her first goal of the season. Well done. Assist to Dylan Brown and Tim Taylor. That was the Nav's eighth goal halfway through the third period. Second game on the day for uh, old Dill Brown. Yeah, just... uh, Back to back. Back to back. Uh, And only one penalty on the day. So great sports uh, shown there. Division three, mate. Galaxy strike back. 4-1 victory over the D3 Navs. This was a big upset. The D3 Navs, bit shorthanded on the day. Zach, Wel- Zach Welsh, Mason, Masson, sorry, got his fifth of the year. Harmy banged in his second. Josh Botham playing up as an AP. He got his first. Preston Jordan won. Silcock, his third. Uh, Ripper game. Uh, and I think the goal of the day was probably uh, Josh Harmy's. Just an absolute laser into the net. Galaxy outs- outshoot the Navigators 24-10 to 10, uh, and take that victory. Which, uh, going into Division 2, Maddie, talk about underdog status. Uh, the D2 Galaxy have struggled this year, and mm-hmm. they were shorthanded. They had a lot of APs playing up. Um, they were without your hero, uh, Stephen Lindsay, with uh, yeah. a lower body injury, uh, which I believe may have been re-injured. So, I mean, come on, Steve. You're on the IR. You just yep. stop doing things and you get healthy, please. Yeah, Dad's always been my hero. So uh, without those players, they were down two nothing to the Galaxy after the first. But they outs sorry, they were down two nothing to the Navigators after the first. They are the Galaxy, but then they outscore the Navs two one in the second, and the crowd erupted. Matthew, they were right behind them. Three all. Uh, Steve Dupay getting one. 
Uh, Brant Palmer getting his first of the year. And Kelly Stock, she's back, getting her first of the year. Uh, this was an absolute ball game, but played with a puck. That then Tristan Rutherford said, uh-uh, not on my dime. I came here for, La per- for a Polaris, and we're going to get the job done. He got his seventh, and Clay Ballard just put this thing to bed. But a great, great effort. And I've got to say, if it's the hardest-working team on the day, to me, to be the D2 Galaxy, making a real game of it. Agreed. Um, especially since missing some key, key players to the lineup and taking on a great team uh, in the Navs. So that put all the pressure on the Div 1, the big boys. Navigators had to win to claim the Polaris. Galaxy had to win to force the thing to a shootout. And uh, Francis Droulet, uh import, the only professional player in the NIHL, in the first period just went bingo. Assist to Jeff Edwards, Riley Tonks. It was one nothing, And that stayed the same till the third period where Timmy Stanger often assists to uh, none other than yours truly, mate. Ooh. He got his fourth of the year, and then like we talked about in headlines, um, thanks to a well-timed toe pick, he was sent in on a breakaway to get the game-winning goal with five and a half minutes left. Um, I thought it was under that, Matty, but five and a half minutes left to, mm. to get the G. Definitely two and a half, but that's all right. G-Dub Gino. But the best news in this game, no penalties were taken. There was that delayed penalty at the end, but the clock ran out before it was called, so it doesn't get put on the sheet. That um, there was no penalties in this game. Mm. It was just a ripper game of hockey. And the Navigators claim the Polaris Cup, the NIHL report. Love to see it, mate. Now, we have to give a big special mention to DJ Niche, who was there from midday to midnight, mate, just putting in all hours for our community, running all the music, just making it a special day. With a uh, smile, for, too. Oh, absolutely. She's always smiling. And how's this? When we, when we first set up that playlist, yep. it's for NIHL finals, I believe. We had, we had 12 songs on there mm, and we mm. just skipped between them all day. And then DJ Niche came in to help out once. Yep. And now she has up around 100 songs in there, I think. Yep. Just bangers too. They just, are. Just getting some absolute tunes in there. So DJ Niche, um, and look, I mean, we initially thought, oh, that's why we did it. We're like, easy job. Mm. You tee up a, a song, you hit space bar when the puck drops, space bar when there's a whistle. It is, you've got to be dialed in you do. and it is a long day. So DJ Niche. Especially if there's not a whistle for a while, you might go a few minutes without doing anything. So you can quickly forget as soon as you hear the whistle, boom. You can't leave, go to the bathroom. You can't just grab a coffee. You have to have someone to run an errands for you. Yep. DJ Niche, hats off to you. But also, Maddie, we had another epic display on the Jumbotron. We did. Scotty OB, mate, he put in six months of effort leading up to the Polaris, and I think it's happening again for the series as well. I'd be shocked if not because his clubhouse is in it. But, mate, he put the effort in of uh, getting a lot of players' photos, profile pics for the Jumbotron to match up with everyone's name. So, you know, we used to get on the mic. No one liked my voice. It was very monotonal, very uh, boring. No one could I think, hear I think through I the speakers. I think I when I um, burst into laughter one time yeah, with a child. Yeah, correct. Um, and you were throwing it over the centre speaker, not the side speakers. Oh, Gary just, from yeah. Gary, yeah. Anyway, Scotty took it upon himself to just say, guys, let me handle it. I'm going to put him up on the Jumbotron instead. And it looked amazing. And the crowd actually loved it. You know, they didn't cheer for my name, but there was a few players yeah. that actually got a huge. A few of the popular people got, got yeah, ovations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just the crowd erupting. So, Scotty, that was awesome, mate. Huge shout-out to you. Thanks for all that effort you do for our community as well as DJ Niche. Um, and I think we might even be having the People's Voice attend 
the Serious Cup, mate. So stay tuned for that, but we might have an extra element That's right. for the Astros and Sonics. That's right. I believe we will. Hello and welcome to the Horace County Stadium. I believe we're going to have John D announcing John D. for the Serious Cup. Uh, he'll be wearing the carpet out, pacing up and down in that score box. But no, Matthew, like you said, <laughs> we appreciate those people because it's a little thing. Well, it's not. A little, it's a massive effort that they both yeah, put in. Yeah, correct. But it's just a little detail. The game's the game. But we watch around and people's, people's partners, parents, siblings are in attendance, mm, friends. Mm. They're filming it on their phones. We had people, because it was also on the TV at the end of the rink, yep. people filming, waiting for their player to come up and filming it on there. So that's something that really makes someone's day and they might go back to their you know, school friends or workplace and just say, check out this. I'm a, I'm a bloody professional now. Yep. Um, yep. And we just love that. That's really what this podcast is all about. So Absolutely. hats off, Scotty, and we cannot wait to see uh, everyone in attendance at the Sirius Cup. Uh, because I really think there are two clubhouses at the Sirius Cup, Sonics, Astros, going to take the roof off this place. Definitely. Coffee lovers, get ready for a bar down celly in your cup. Fire and ice coffee. Pure, high energy cold brew. More caffeine than an espresso. Zero sugar. All natural. Lift the cup at fireandicecoffee.com.au. Now, we got a message this week reminding us that we got some very important... A very important email just before Christmas uh, for the episode that we were meant to talk about last week, mate, and we totally blew it and forgot, but he's reminded us this week. So let's bring this segment back. Stats. Stats. That's good. We have a trade to announce. That's right, David. I think you're going to want to hear this. Tommy Z, stats. he's back, baby, and he's given us a few stats to round out the Christmas break that we forgot to read last week. But anyway, so some of these stats may not be as accurate because we have played one more round since receiving these, but you know what? Mate, in the spirit of NHL, near enough, good it's enough. good enough, exactly. Hi, Matt, Dave, and Q. Oh, Very cute. I mean, you're from the middle of the sandwich there. Yeah, you are. Apologies for the absence. Got behind a couple of weeks with the new site and birth of baby. Never really caught back up. That's good. You're forgiven, Thomas. <clears throat> now, he's got, given us a big breakdown of Division 2. So what? Stats. We may as well. Why don't we do Div 2 this week? Let's dive in. Okay. Div 2 Sonics. The Sonics have been a masterclass of balanced scoring this season with at least one point from every skater on the team. And nine out of the top 20 point scorers. Say what? How you doing? They are first on the power play with a 24.1% uh, conversion, which is, that's like NHL first, which is incredible. Uh, and the PK with a 96.6%, which is unbelievable. Second only to the Navigators, who actually have a 0.7% more effectiveness this season in the PK. Wow. They have shown to be a team which doesn't give up scoring 80% of their goals in the second and third period. Well done, D2 Sonics. No wonder they are leading the pack. D2 Navs. Suffocate, suffocating offense, wow, is the best way to describe the Navigators. Their league-leading plus 118 shot differential tells the story of a strong possession game. Makes it hard to score when you don't have the puck. They are let down by their shooting percentage, third at 9.8%. That's bad. Followed only by the Galaxy. 
The Nubs come the Nubs come out of the gate strong, scoring forty three percent of their goals in the first period, catching opposition goalies sleeping and scoring on fifteen point five percent of first period shots. I'm, I'm a trap. Keeping up that intensity for a full 50 minutes and they will be even more dangerous. Div 2 Astros. Balance is the name of the game. Almost perfect shooting balance across all three periods and a higher than expected scoring rate in the first and second. Closing out the game and maintaining the pressure has proven to be difficult, scoring only 22% of goals, down 18% of the expected goal rate in the third period. Low. They don't... T- they don't take advantage of their special team opportunities, having an even four PP goals for and four PK goals against. That's an it. D2 Galaxy. Slow starts have regularly put them on the back foot. Having only three first period goals makes it hard to control the game and often results in them having to chase for the game. The chasing is evident by their, score, by their strong second and third periods and their ability to exploit the long change with 44% of their goals coming in the third. Callan Rickford has been solid, playing pretty much at division safe percentage average. He is allowing only two goals over a hypothetical division average goaltender over his 326 shots faced. Stats. However, without those extra two goals, the Galaxy would still be negative 31 in the goals plus minus on the season. Not a lot of goal scoring prowess, unfortunately. The D2 Galaxy. Stats out. Wow. Comprehensive report. Big time. Uh, and there's a lot there. And and it really tells a story, doesn't it? I it mean, does. The, the powerhouse teams who we – I mean, they are what we thought they were. And the teams that struggled have really got to look at that, particularly those second period goals. Yep. You know, can, hey, can we just be good this period at our line changes? Can we keep our shifts short so we're mm. not stuck out there? And it really could, could turn some L's into W's. That's right. A bit of pre-game warm-up maybe for the Galaxy. Start off a bit stronger. Instead of using the first period as their warm up and really uh, having to chase the game down. Yeah, can I um, just? I just saw the button there, and it's just reminded me. Ick. A couple of icks I want to talk about real quick. Okay, are we, are we out of stats? Can we, can yeah, we, we're done. Yep. Yeah, 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 cool. But before you do it, how about we just take a quick second break? Yeah, and I we'll need come to, back I to. Need to uh, facility, yeah, absolutely, and we'll uh, hear all about your icks, David. Level up on and off the ice with Flying Changes Development Coaching. They blend hockey passion and animal therapy with life lessons for a mind, body, and soul hat trick. Find more at flyingchangesdc.com.au. It's a game changer for everyone. Ready to show your love for the coolest sport on earth? Check out Hockey Hype, your one-stop shop for ice hockey apparel. For diehard fans, players, or anyone looking for stylish gear, Hockey Hype has you covered. Visit Hockey Hype via Facebook to see where passion meets fashion. All right, Matthew, uh, like I said, a couple of icks. You know, we, we do a lot of people watching here. I mean, I'm here, as I was telling someone this week, I'm here, sad as it is, I'm pretty much here every day. Mm-hmm. Mm. See a lot of people coming, a lot of people going. Uh, love everyone in the community, but a couple of icks. And to me, there's uh, there's two things. There's two things that just I look at sometimes, and I'm just like, "Yep, that's an ick." Mm, give it to us. One is stick bags. Oh, one there's is still stick bags stick going around, bags, and it's people. That's an ick. And you know who you are. People that come with their two, maybe three twiggies. Mm. In usually the old Eastern Synergy, yeah, of course, stick bag. Yep, and they they get them out as if they're about to break out a game of pool. 
or like they've gone rifle shooting. And uh, and to me, it's just very unnecessary. Yep. Unless you've gone off a plane, I don't think you need the stick bag. Just keep two of them together. Uh, so for me, that's an ick. That's, that's number one. Number two, um, you know what I've always said about people who don't shower after game, Matty? Mm. Can't trust them. That's an ick. Uh, if, if, but if, you know, understandable, there's only one shower here. Yep. Some of the teams are mixed, so I get it. Like you, Half you know, the time there's no hot water. Yeah, or room, what is it, room three or four, just the trickle, it's oh, just dribbling geez, out. The, uh, yeah, you've got to flag yeah, that. Yeah, I've actually got to get report that to log, uh, log a job, please. Grounds and Maintenance, um, a.k.a. Francis Droulet. But uh, the, so I get people not showering, but I mean, if it's me and I remember doing, having to do this during COVID and I'm not showering, after mm. the game, Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm hightailing it, getting home to shower. Right. But there's people that don't shower. And then float around And then for float the around in their skins. Oh. And have a beer and want to get all up close and talk. Because, of course, after a game, you can't smell it. No, of course, yeah. And it's just, it's wet. It's musky. It's, and look, myself included. I'm, this is not throwing shade. I wouldn't want to be around myself after yep. a game. Yep, totally agree. That's an ick. That's ruthless. So anyway, there you have it, mate. No, look, I, th- I don't think anyone can argue with those, mate. Um, as you said, sometimes the shower thing's out of your control, but, yeah, maybe, um, you know, don't go in for the hug if you if you haven't showered. But uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. We need to find out who the mystery player was, David, but Not- you dropped the ball yeah, and you forgot to put Kismet VA's epic Who Are You post on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving the community know. a fair chance to guess the name. Yep. You can blame but, me. Yep, absolutely. I mean, most most things that uh, we get wrong in this this business are uh, because of your shortfalls, David. But yes, yeah, anyway, right. let's uh, find out who it was. Now, the clues, you know, this is why I'm a little bit disappointed with you, David, because the clues I felt were pretty, uh, I shouldn't say easy, but one of our easier ones to do. And okay. so I was pretty excited to see how many people were going to get guessing uh, the who are you this week. And due to your failure, uh, we only had two. But anyway, uh, that's fine. We we move on. Um, so this week, mate, we had – what did we have? We had a uh, – they're good with a stick, I think it was. They're here with the whole family. Cousins, brothers, aunts and uncles. Yep. Incredible statistics this season. In the NHL. All right, all right, all right. They have the most... Oh, what's that? Oh, the most wins in any division. So what do you think that He's means? Sick. Uh, most wins. How, do, how are you going to be able to tell that? Well, goalies get wins. Oh, it's a goalie, David. Yeah. There we go. And they have one of the best save percentages. And, mate, who, we, who do we have? Who do we have? I'd say JG. 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 JGT. JG. He did not guess it, mate. James Gibbs. Oh, the player. Yes. Correct, mate. And who guessed it right? We had our, the big man, Benny Donaldson. Ole, ole, ole. And Courtney Canaston, uh, the number one employee, actually employee of the month at Kismet VA. Kismet VA. Courtney Canaston. Well done, guys. Good guessing. Benny didn't need the post. And Bandy obviously, Courtney need. developed the post, so she got a good chance to look at the clues. Uh, so, well, well, if you don't play footy, you don't matter, okay? <laughs> okay, just yeah. that in there. I like it. Uh, so, mate, who is this week's... 
Matthew, this week, going with a player uh, that just, and I know I've used this clue before, we haven't done it for this guy though, just likes to lurk in the weeds. Mm, okay. Or lurk in the, is it weeds or reeds in a lake? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. It, I think it's, it's reeds. Wreaths. It's, yeah, it's reeds. Just likes to lurk. Very quiet. Very quiet. It's here at the rink a lot because I actually work there. Mm. Multi-divisional player in okay. our league. And like I do... Often sports the lightning jersey. Were they in the Polaris Cup? Yes. Oh. They were. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. They actually, because uh, anyone knows, that's an old defunct Div 1 team, the lightning. Yes. Um, but the jersey's very close to the Navigators. Right. So this player, like I do right now, because we have a shortage of jerseys, um, rocks the lightning jersey. Mm. Not a Look. Tampa Bay fan, though, like Cooge, surely. Uh, I think they mm, oh, I hope not. Um, now, speaking of, she absolutely roasted me this week because she texted you, apparently. I've got a new number. Francis Drillet. <laughs> I've got a new number. Right, yeah, anyway, yeah, we I'm didn't shout her out. So well I'm done, on the last week. Um, all right, is that enough clues? Uh, so works hit, Lightning jersey, two-division player, played in the, in the Kolaris. Um, bit of a con man, too. I'll, yeah, leave, right. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Thanks. All right, mate. We have lots coming up here at the rink. As we said, we've got the Serious Cup in a couple of weeks, the Challenge Cup, the Ultimate Challenge Cup, which 90% of our community are playing in. Very excited to cover that a little bit closer. We want to try to get some in-person interviews from our community members, not the randoms that are coming in from interstate. Don't care about you guys. Um, no, that's a joke. We do, but we're going to try not, interview. Not as much. No, yeah. exactly. Just a little bit less. Uh, but, mate, we also have the Tactics Harbour Cruise well, it's not the tactic. He's not running it, but it's thanks no, to it's tactics tra- training. Yeah, thanks to tactics training. We have the Harbour Cruise tickets that are still up for grabs. What do they have to do, David, to be eligible for this? It's qu- it's pretty simple, actually. All you got to do is get a photo, video, just of you being active, how you train. Because tactics training, what they're great at, Matthew, is working with all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. People with things that might hold them back, either physical disabilities. Intellectual. Intellectual disabilities. Well, they make them able, and they actually have a guy there. And I see this guy mm. at um, Charlestown Mall. I think he's an employee there. Right. He is. Um, he has uh, some sort of physical ailment. Yep. Not sure what it is, but um, there's not much of him. But he's a powerlifter, and he actually enters competitions. Yeah, right. And he's. I. I felt. I saw him at Charlestown Mall. I felt a bit starstruck, actually. Mm. So tactics training. They're just great at that. So whatever you do to get the body moving. Yep. Um, in any way, just just share it on socials, hashtag community through hockey, tag tactics, tag us. Yep. That way we can see it. Um, or even just DM it to us. You don't even have to post it. Just DM it to us. We can share the thing. And that now you're in the running to win the Harbour Cruise for two. Yep. Where you're just going to be cruising around the harbour, whining and dining. It's actually a ripper of a package. 25th of Feb, right after the finals. So You, you can, might be able to lift your division cup. You might be able to take it on the cruise. That, ooh. Fill that up, thanks. Wow. That's not a bad value. Yeah. There we go. All right, still out there. Now, you did play very well during the Polaris Cup, David. Uh, so how about you give me a sequence of a goal as we lead into DQC because we have one little comment that has come through from our friend Benny Donaldson that I would like to touch on. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to just point out the obvious and it's um, 
It's uh, Joey Terra just going back on a regroup, pressured by Timmy Stanger, just taking his time. Like we said, a little, little, little crack in the ice, and uh, he goes down, belly first. Timmy Stanger just water skis right into the net, checks the wind. Top shelf. Top shelf, baby! It's going to go down in history. You should see the group chat. It's just Jess Fuller, actually. You should shout her out for the, uh, the photos of the day, but there's one of Joey just uh, sitting on the ice. Like he's a sniper, just head up, watching Timmy go down to go bar down. Uh, unfortunately on Jace there, but I don't think anyone was going to stop that shot. Uh, mate, we had this little comment roll in from Benny Donaldson. Um, you know, I just wasn't too big of a fan of it. BD. Um, I think it's going to affect a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, because most people are trying Maple Leafs fans, from what I <laughs> have experienced over the years. Yeah, they're um, in Struggle Street. Keith is on the chopping block. He is. And Benny's got a question, mate. He says, how does it feel to see a guy you just gave... I like how he says you gave, as if I have the money. Well, you don't mean... You've done it right. 11.5 million sheets to making him the second highest paid winger on planet Earth immediately to go on a four-game and counting pointless streak. Ouch. Hashtag pointless willy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Pointless willy. It's a, it's a blunt willy. Um, you know what? I've got to say this to you, Benny. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a huge William Nealander fan. Because you I think love willy. I do. You've always loved willy. But he, to me... You can't get enough outside of willy Nealander in your life. He, him and Austin Matthews, I think, are the only two players that have the perfect personality to survive in Toronto. Survive the media. Media darlings. Survive. Exactly. They never look phased. You, you couldn't tell if Matthews has ever been happy in his life. But you can also not tell if he's sad, which yeah. is good. You'd like yourself, actually, Matthew. Yeah, exactly. I could survive in Toronto Maple Leafs uh, sweater. Give me one. Um, but, mate, absolutely, it sucks. Next year is going to be an absolute disaster. I don't know what they're going to do to try to fit all this money under the cap. Um, but William Nylander is having a stellar year. He probably is going to get very similar money anywhere he plays. So, yeah, it sucks that we have that many guys that are getting paid that much money, but the good thing is we do have those players. And right now we're not in a playoff spot, so it's all going well. Uh, But, Benny, to answer it shortly, mate, it stinks. But I can't blame him. I would ask for the same. Look, I think he's deserving of that money. He's been one of your best players this year. And, yes, he's in a four-game pointless streak, but he has been one of your top performers this year. And Before get, this four-game pointless streak, he'd only not got points in two games all year. Yeah. So, it's not bad. He, uh, Him and Matthews, to me, they're big boys. They're big. I think they're going to come to play in the playoffs if you get there. But uh, I think that is not, especially with the cap going up every year, that is not the issue in Toronto. Mm. I think the issue is I still don't believe in Mana, personally. No. And John Tavares, I don't think the Leafs should have ever signed him as a UFA back in the day. And I think it's really telling now that that money can be best used elsewhere. And I really think that going into next year, um, that's a a bit of an an albatross and it's really going to hold you guys back. And out, you've got money so heavily invested in these four players Mm. that... I mean, if I'm an American League guy, if I'm Nathan Walker, for example, a bit of a, a bit of an in-betweener, even though he's on a one-way. Oh, I'm asking to go to Toronto. I want to go to Toronto. Absolutely. Because you're probably going to get a lot of minutes because you make under a million. Yep. Thank you. We can afford you. We can't really afford anyone else. So Next year, it's going to be primarily AHL players. It has to be. Yeah. It's got to be just to, just to get around it. And you still don't have a goalie. Nope. And your defense is aging. Yep. Brody, Geo, love those guys. 
because they were flames, especially Geo. Yep. But um, I just their best days are behind them, and Absolutely. I don't think. And I, as much as I love Geo and I want to see him win a cup, as soon as the playoff starts, to me, he's he eating, he's eating popcorn. Yeah, he's Absolutely. in the rafters. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so yeah, there we have it, mate. That's uh, I think that's the episode. I don't have anything else on my run sheet. Have you got anything that you wanted to cover before we uh, jump into the uh, outro? I got nothing, mate. Thank you very much. Okay. See you tomorrow. Very good. Well, give something to the listeners, mate, as we uh, well dial in our little voices. Yeah, well, look, I can say that right now the Ice Hockey Australia National Development Camps are on. So in the morning from 7.30 and in the afternoon from 3.30, uh, this Friday is the last day of the U17 camp, but there's also a U13 or 14 camp, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so come down, check it out. There's players from all over the country here, and they do do some scrimmage games. Uh, but we can't wait to get that out of the way. Back into the Serious Cup. Challenge Cup, which is going to be fun. We've got the T-shirts sitting right here, Maddie. Uh, and if you haven't yet, give get down to the rink here. Score yourself a net guard so you're eligible to play. Oh.